Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That's Alex Ferrario. He's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Right now, we are very happy to be joined by the great Mike Farron. You can hear him on MLB Network. He also is a host for Diamondbacks Radio, joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Mike, we appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing all right. Are you just pumped up for this series <laughs> between two teams that are just on a roll right now? I mean, nothing like uh, like coming in hot, right? So dropping three out of four at home for the Pirates, winning your first road game in 25 tries. I mean, this is the kind of matchup that, that deserves a lot of attention, right? So. Mike, I'm trying to imagine what people, Cardinals fans, are thinking right now. Like, rock bottom has to feel where they're at right now, where they lose three or four against the Pirates. They're outscored 21 to 11 against them. Previous to that, they were swept by the Tigers. But I feel like a Diamondbacks team coming in with a 278 win percentage that hasn't won a series since May 2nd. If the Cardinals don't pull out a series win against the Diamondbacks, I think St. Louis might start rioting. Well, I, I mean, listen, I, I understand uh, where that's coming from. Um, and certainly on paper, it would still seem to be a mismatch. Um, I do think that this Diamondbacks team has started playing a little bit better in the last week, and I don't think that their true talent level is actually, you know, a 275 winning percentage. Um, you know, I, I think we're all kind of stunned by where they are, right? So um, they certainly have some pitching issues. The lineup is a little deeper deeper and healthier now. So I can understand. But listen, like the, the Cardinals' problems are not intertwined with the Diamondbacks' problems. They're not – dissimilar in some regards, you know, injuries have clearly impacted their rotation and um, the offense has been less than robust towards the bottom of the league right now, base percentage, which is kind of stunning. So, um, you know, they've got a whole host of issues that are, that are different than what the Diamondbacks are. Um, But yeah, I can certainly understand why Cardinal fans are frustrated because it's a, it's a lot different than the last time these two teams met. Right. And that was what a month ago, not even a month ago when they square off. So like, you know, I, I realized that the flare of the injury happened just before that series, but like, it's, it's a much different feel going into this than what we saw a month ago when the Cardinals won the series in Arizona. Mike, it's so interesting. Cause I was actually going to bring that up. I listened to you on Derek Gould's podcast. It was a, a fantastic episode. And you guys were talking about how great that game was. I think it was either Thursday or Friday night of that series, where it's just a, a wonderful back and forth. It was a Cardinals team that at that point was kind of hitting its stride or seemingly hitting its stride. Paul Goldschmidt was starting to play a little bit better and it felt like their trajectory was on the way up. Then you have the Flaherty injury. You've had the Michaelis injury. The offense goes stagnant and everything's kind of gone south from there. You have more of the 10,000 foot view on this team than we do here locally, certainly, because we watch it every night and we're, we're really in it. What's been your impression of the Cardinals since the last time that you saw them uh, going up against the Diamondbacks? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think there are a couple of things. I mean, I think the Flaherty injury is not insignificant. I mean, it's hugely significant, right? That's a stopper. That's a, that's a, you know, I don't know if he has necessarily elevated the true number one status, but pretty close to that in the game. And so, you know, every fifth day, that's a that's a stop, right? You've got a chance to win. I think the other thing that has been, and it, I would think that internally for the Cardinals, this has to be one of the things that's the most frustrating as all get out is that. I don't. I mean, when have the Cardinals ever really led the league as a pitching staff in walks? Like, it's not something that I, I I ever really remember, and that to me has been a huge issue. And you knew at some point that was going to come home to roost if it didn't fix. And the fact is that it never really has gotten fixed. Um, you know, the pitchers haven't been able to make adjustments or whatever it is. You know, or maybe it's just that they've got a lot of hard throwers that aren't necessarily guys that are putting it in the zone, and so you're going to have to live with some of that. And that to me is is a, a little bit of a shocker. And then you know, offensively, like I mean, Paul DeYoung struggling early and then being hurt that impacted them. You know, not having Harrison Bader. Not that Bader's a tremendous offensive player, but you know, he plays at about the level offensively that kind of league average offensive center fielders do, which is to say that there is usually about you know five to ten percent below the league average, and, and that's plenty good enough. But then they've had to kind of shift that to the corners. You know, I, I mean, Dylan Carlson getting on base with the clip that he has has been really impressive. And, and I think the power is going to come and that, that'll help some. But, you know, Tommy Edmond is kind of that, that same kind of offensive player to Bader. And they've given him a ton of at to the top of the lineup. They didn't have really another option at second base. You know, they haven't had, you know, outside of, uh, of the one really good hot stretch from Arenado, they haven't really clicked offensively. And I think that that's you know, a big part of the problem. As much as their 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 stated goal this winter and what John Mazzella told us was, you know, I've been focused on improving the offense. Well, they did it. They got a big bat in the middle, but the pieces around really haven't helped to to you know to buoy it. And so it's a recipe for you know a team that's right around 500. I mean, I think they're better than what their record is now, but um, you know, I don't, are they as good as Milwaukee? I don't know. Are they as good as the Cubs? I don't know. I mean, I think they're probably as good as Cincinnati, but they've got some work to do ahead of the deadline if they decide they're going to try and stay in this. We're talking with Mike Farron, co-host of Power Alley of on MLB Network Radio and the host of Diamondbacks Radio Network as well. Uh, Mike, a lot of people in St. Louis are calling for a change or a shakeup when it comes to the coaching staff, whether it be Jeff Albert or Mike Schilt. Do you feel like that changes anything with the struggles for the Cardinals if they were to do that? Well, I think firing Mike Schilt in particular would be a huge mistake. So that's, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I, I think that guy, you know, to me, in my conversations with him, and I know Mike a little bit now, um, I think he's an extremely bright baseball guy. And I, and I think he is, uh, I think, you know, despite some of the protests about him and some of the bullpen management, listen, when everybody in the bullpen is walking, guys, it's tough to, to try and, and find the right button. I think letting go of Mike Schultz in any capacity would be a big mistake. I, I'm curious with the hitting coach situation because I mean, Jeff Albert had a pretty good reputation coming in and obviously connected to the organization. And, he, and my understanding, and a lot of it through Derek Gould's reporting, has been that he's built the program throughout their minor league system. Correct. Um, that they're using all the way around, right? And so, like, they haven't had much contribution from a ton of guys from the minors, but, but that's been more based on, you know, necessity and maybe kind of the depth of some of the offensive players that they've had. So I don't know that that necessarily changes anything. You know, I think 
you know, some of Edmund's comments certainly got a lot of attention this week, right? When he talked about the team meeting and, and how they were going to address things offensively. And to me, that spoke to him like, Hey, listen, like we need to change up our pregame routine instead of the old, like, Hey, let's just get loose and take six rounds of batting practice, you know, bunt a couple. And then we'll you know try to hit to the off field. And then the last round you try and launch to something that's, that's actually trying to execute the game plan. I think that was pretty smart. And I understand that if the players want to make that change, I, I like that idea. And I'm sure that Jeff probably does too, but I think in the end, with all of these complaints that come about, it, to me, it comes back to personnel. And I'm not sure that even if they were entirely healthy, that we're talking about, you know, a top five National League offense. And I think based on the injuries right now, we're not talking about a top five starting staff. And, and certainly we're not talking about a top five bullpen with the walk issues. Mike, I know you're a very busy man. You have just a couple of minutes left here, so let's skip over to the trade deadline. We're about a month away now. If you were in John Mosaylock's shoes, if I put you in that job right now, what are you trying to do as we approach the deadline? Are you trying to kind of reestablish the offense? Are you looking for a starter? What would you be looking for right now? There's four games under 500 right now, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm, if I and this is not to say that this is what John should be doing, but this is, if you ask me if I were in charge, I would be trying to play both sides and trying to figure out, okay, what, what if we get on a hot streak, can we do to add? And what if we don't, are other teams looking at? Because I think that's kind of, they're in the middle right now, right? I haven't looked at the fan grass odds this morning to see where they're, what their percentages, chance of making the playoffs are, but I can't imagine it's particularly high at this moment. And I have to think that three percent, Mike, 3% chance of winning the division or making the playoffs, making the playoffs, according to fan graphs. So, so then I'm spending a lot of time trying to figure out what it is that I might be able to do to re you know, readjust this roster going forward. You know, one of the things that Mo has talked to us a lot about at the deadline over the last several years is you know, he's a big fan of arbitrage, right? You're trying to you're trying to add pieces that help while also maybe subtracting some some pieces that are getting closer to free agency. I mean, I, I I think that that's really how you're handling it because to me it's not necessarily that the Cardinals are set as buyers at this moment. I think that their path is is undetermined. You know, it's easy with the Diamondbacks, right? When you've won 27 percent of your games for the first half of the season. You're a seller, and guys who are getting close to free agency or aren't necessarily going to be part of you know what you feel like will be a competitive team if, if they want one in 22 or 23 going forward, that's an easier decision than where the Cardinals are, who are expected to compete every year. And you know, does it make more sense to take a, a you know a one year reset you know at the deadline like the Yankees did in 2016 to try and build back or be able to add pieces? Do you have pieces that would be attractive to teams in that regard, you know, like I would think Giovanni Gallegos would be, but it's really, I mean, that's really uncardinal like, right? Because we just, we're not used to seeing them really be um, sellers at the deadline. It's been a long time since we've seen it, but I think if I were in that front office, I would be trying to prepare for both scenarios while also preparing for the draft, which they can do some real bad with issues, I think, right? Like maybe get the one the draft did. So, it's tough. It's a tough spot to be in. I don't envy them at all. Mike, we appreciate the time, man. We'll be listening to you over on MLB Network Radio. We'll be hearing you as well on the Diamondbacks Radio Network. People should follow you on Twitter at Mike underscore fair. And all the best. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. All right, guys. Take care. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, bike plus, or tread. 
Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500. With available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX. With the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.